Call to the booth. I keep to leave here along with Harrison Sanford. We talking NFC South today, man. We still got Tommy. We lost Drew Brees. Can Jamin Winston hold it down for us, man? We finna see. NFC South. Paul, drop that beat. Call to the booth, Akeem Tlaib, Harrison Stanford, Blue Wire Podcast Network. We're on the last of our NFC division previews, and we got to go to the king. Tom Brady, some would call him the GOAT, whatever you want to call him. Best team in football last year. They certified it with a win over the Kansas City Chiefs. Before we talk about other teams in that division, Akeem, I want to go back to when you won Super Bowl 50. I know you wanted to go back to back. Yeah. Why didn't you? And what would you, you're not going to tell Tom Brady anything. He knows what he's doing. But what would you tell if you ran into anybody on the Buccaneers team uh, in the streets? What would you tell them about trying to repeat and what makes it difficult? Uh, well, they did. They they already checked the, the main box that make it difficult is is getting that team back. So they brought right they brought their whole team back, and I think that had a big part of why we didn't go back. Man, shit, we lost the sheriff. You know what I'm saying? You lose the sheriff. This you went from an A plus to a C plus right there. Your whole team if you lose. Uh, pay many, but guys just got to stay locked in, man. I think they got the, the the perfect leader over there, the perfect head coach to keep them guys locked in. If Tom gonna be there, they gonna see Tom. He probably they're working right now, like he ain't winning chip last year. So that vibe gonna spread throughout the locker room, man. So I think you bring all twenty two people back. Tom Brady is the leader, and he gonna make sure ain't no drop off, cause that's what he do. He gonna keep the competition level up and everything. So. I think that I think they man they on a they on a they on a good a, a good pace to repeat if they if they gonna repeat they on a good pace to do it. I I really was interested in what he said earlier this off season. I think he was quoted as saying that he would give up two of his Super Bowl rings yeah. for that undefeated season Super Bowl ring. What was your take on that? Yeah, I I, I feel him. I if, if I had six rings and I can give up two of them, and now I got four rings, but I got that. That undefeated Super Bowl, you know, that that's just different. That almost counts as two of them, right? So you put in all that work to be undefeated, man. You want that chip. You want that chip bad. So I feel it, man. I might trade in two of them and get that one and just for that one as well. Is there anything you would trade your Super Bowl ring for? Hmm. Like another football, like another football accomplishment. If I told you right now. I, I told trade you right it. now, you don't have to worry about the Hall of Fame. That's if you I, gave I, me I'm your Super Bowl ring. That's what I was about to say. I might trade it for a gold jacket, but I don't even know if i do that, Harrison. I ain't going to lie to you. I don't know if I'll like, do I, that. Like, I'm, sure you'll get, I'm sure you'll get in, but if I took away all the worry, all the concern, you don't. I promise you, just give me your ring, talk to some people, get, get you right in, get you fitted. I don't know. I don't know if I do that, man. Just cause that's like the ultimate team accomplishment, the ultimate individual accomplishment. Oh, that's tough, man. I, I I stand on that business, man. I love I love saying 2015 we won the chip. Like I don't know, man. That's that'd be a tough decision. That'd be a tough decision. I I wouldn't be mad with the gold jacket or the Super Bowl ring. So it is what it is. But if I traded for anything, only thing that even come close to mind is that gold jacket. Speaking of somebody who's probably going to get a gold jacket, probably should get a gold jacket at some point, Julio Jones, Atlanta Falcons, as of now. How do you think it plays out, though? 
it don't make no sense to trade him, in my opinion, man. If you if you're gonna trade Julio, then you might as well draft it Justin Fields. I mean, you you would if you rebuilding if you trade Julio. You're not you're not thinking we're gonna go win a chip and we're gonna trade Julio. So I'm right now I'm looking at their over under. They are at they're they're tied with the Panthers for the lowest uh, projected wins at seven and a half. The Falcons got a great offense, but they just don't excite me that much, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is about the Falcons. Maybe, maybe Matt Ryan gets sacked too much for me or something, man. But I give them under under the seven. I don't think they're gonna make no noise, even even with the guys they got, man. It's, it's. I think they need to change the regime. It's time to switch that thing up, man. And uh, you know, this just extending it a year. I give them under seven wins. Uh, Arthur Smith came in as the head coach, uh, taking over for Dan Quinn. Uh, for last year, was there any impressions that you got from? I guess that doesn't that doesn't it doesn't seem like that excites you either. He's coming in as the offensive coordinator uh, from the Tennessee Titans. Obviously, the Tennessee Titans offense is real run heavy with Derrick Henry. Right. Does they do have AJ Brown, who I believe is probably going to be wide receiver number one in fantasy football uh, this upcoming year. Uh, but I guess that Arthur Smith hiring did not do it for you, huh? No, nah, it ain't really do it for me, man. It's just it's I ain't really get it. It was it was. It was candidates out there who, you know, he would have excited the city, but I don't know if he excited the city. They, they team makeup is different. You don't got a big bruiser back with a big dog O-line, and we can kind of run this similar kind of kind of offense here. So I don't know. It really didn't make no sense to me, man. I don't know, I don't know what they're trying to get done there, but we'll see, man. We'll see. I got him, I got him at like 6 and 11, not, not making too much noise in the South. Is that your best bet, or is there another one looking at the over-unders? And I'll, and I'll say them here for our audience. Uh, 11 and a half over-under for the Bucks. Nine for the New Orleans Saints, who we'll talk about in a moment. Uh, Panthers, seven and a half, uh, with Christian McCaffrey presumably coming back to full health. And the Falcons, as we mentioned, at seven and a half as well. Uh, my best bet, I'm going to go with the big dogs, man. I'm going to go over 11 for the Bucks. Uh, you bring back all 22 starters. Tommy in the second year in this offense. If they stay healthy, man, they might. This might be one of them fifteen and two, sixteen and one type of years, man. They're gonna go crazy this year. That confidence is all the way up. Yeah, it's funny how that kind of turned around. For a while there, it seemed like it was the Saints' division. Right uh, now, Drew Brees is gone. Till uh, Tommy got there, <laughs> everything changed. Uh, I, I wonder right. how Drew Brees felt like Tommy's come to my division, man. Just come on, man. Just give uh, me. It, it <laughs> definitely, he de it definitely was ah shit. It definitely was. Damn, he coming to Tampa? It's, it gotta be right. It's 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 only right, man. That's that's he well respected and he well respected for a reason. So, guarantee, yeah. guarantee. When uh Drew got the news, he definitely said, "Ah, shit." <laughs> for sure. All right. So speaking of, let's as we talk about Drew Brees, he has his replacements now in New Orleans. Uh, Michael Thomas need a healthy season from him for sure. Uh, a lot of people were disappointed in him, whether it's uh, New Orleans Saints fans or fantasy football owners. Jameis Winston, uh, prone to throw a lot of touchdowns, prone to throw a lot of interceptions. <laughs> Give me your prediction for Jameis Winston's performance in the 2021 NFL season. Man, that's it's hard to it's hard to predict the Saints, man. I, I think they got a real good program. They got a real good organization, period, right? So they compete, man. They 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 hard working. I think they morals, you know, they they Sean Payton is a is a great leader. I think they got a great leader, but I just don't really know what to expect from the quarterback, man. It's 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 not gonna be Drew B Drew Brees. 
And then you kind of see two different Jameises at all times. So it's hard to it's hard to predict what they're gonna do. But if I had to, I'm gonna say they ain't gonna make no noise. I like the South to I like the South to send one team. I like the Bucks to dominate it. Everybody else to be kind of middle of the pack, eight and nine type of teams, man. One of them teams gonna fall to the six and eleven range. Everybody else, two of them gonna be eight and nine, nine and eight. And then the Bucks just gonna be separated from everybody, so I don't like it. I like I like I like them to show flashes and stuff, but I didn't like the draft the Saints had, so I'm gonna give them I'm gonna give them a mediocre eight and nine nine and eight season, 50-50, 500 season. How would you feel, or have you ever played with anyone who was kind of like that Jameis home run interception guy? And how how do you like that as a DB? Are you do you like that? Do you hate that? What's it like playing with a guy like that under center who's unpredictable? It could go either way. I mean. As a DB, mean playing with him as a DB or playing against him as a D. Like if he was on my team, yeah. If he was on my, I mean, it's it's that's not football to me. That's just you know that's that's not football, man. We got to take care of the ball. Turnovers, turnovers lose you games on defense. Turnovers win you games. So I don't care how many tubs you're throwing. If you're turning the ball over, leave not gonna be happy about it, man. We got to protect the ball. Let us get you the ball back. Good field position, protect it. Kick a field goal, score a tub. But man, if it's turnovers involved. I'm going to be definitely shaking my head when I run back on the field, man. So, I don't know if I ever played with anybody like that. Maybe young quarterbacks, Josh Freeman type of quarterbacks, man. He throw, he, he explosive, but he throw a whole bunch of picks. You see the results of that, man. You don't win games like that, man. So, I'm not a fan of it. Quick, quick but, break. But Go I on. do think, I do real, real quick, I do think Jameis being with, being with Sean Payton to alleviate some of them picks, man, that pick number probably going to come down because – he set you up for for easy over the middle on time throws. His his system don't you got to really get out of line in his system to throw a bunch of picks, man. So I think that pick number come down for Jameis, but we just gonna see if he a, a real winner or he one of those middle of the pack guys. Looked at the Bucks here in this NFC South. It looks like they're gonna dominate the division as long as Aaron Rodgers stays in the NFC North. Looks like they're gonna dominate the division. Those those look like two divisions that might just send one team and everybody right. else either comes from the NFC West. Which, which is probably why they have a, a relatively good chance to send everybody and the NFC East. Is, am I breaking that down right? Yeah, I I agree. I like I like the Cowboys. I like Cowboys in the Washington to 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 make my tweet that the NFC East is back. I like them to really stamp that man. Them gonna be the teams who who got the double digit wins, the twelve wins, and the eleven wins. Them's gonna be the standard on the, on the East over there. One of them gonna go wild card, probably Washington, and then in the in the West. I think whoever in fourth place, they was going to be like, you know, if Washington would have had another bad year, we would have been in. All, all four teams would have made it. But I think they're going to have one team who just barely, who barely in the reach of the playoffs, and then, then they're saying three. One, the winner of the division, two wild card teams come from the West. So I think the West and the East do all the wild card, man, and then the division leaders, you know, going to be the division leaders, first four seeds. One thing the NFC South does have, maybe the most desired players at their position in fantasy football. Give me your, if you are trying to win your fantasy football, this league, you get the, first, yeah. not, maybe not the first pick in the draft, whatever pick in the draft, but you got Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey sitting in front of you. One guy's coming off an injury, but he's got a rebooted offense with, I guess a, either, he doesn't have a proven quarterback either. Cause it's Sam Darnold. Right. And you yeah, got Alvin Kamara. Doing. <laughs> you got James Winston. Who are you drafting first? 
I'll go Kamara just because I'm going with the system, man. I'm going I'm riding with Sean Payton. I know he's going to give him screens. He's going to give him jets. He's going to create ways to get Kamara the football, and, and it don't matter who the quarterback is uh, at that point, man. It's, it's, it's the system. So, I don't know. I can't believe in that system like that. Only been over there for two years in Carolina, and Christian McCaffrey wasn't really a part of it the first year. So, I'll go McCaffrey just, just on Sean Payton alone. And before we go, before Paul introduces some betting lines here, so uh, I, I, I'm recalling now, I'm remembering, Super Bowl 50, as we referenced in our last show, you guys beat the Panthers. Right. Do you have any, I don't know, uh, Charlotte's, you know, Charlotte's a fun city to be in. I love Charlotte. Uh, have you been in Charlotte as just a keep to leave Super Bowl 50 champion? Like in the streets, the South, restaurant, nah. whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, I've no. Been- <laughs> I've been a couple times, but I don't think I've been after the Super Bowl. I don't think I've been after the Super Bowl though, so I ain't getting no you know no negative feedback like, hey, I'm saying y'all said that bullshit about camp, even though it wasn't me, it was Chris. <laughs> I ain't say it. Hey, I got the I got the 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 brunt of it though. They was they thought it was me, I guess, because I be talking shit, but it wasn't me. It was Chris. But now nah, I, I I never got no negative feedback from the fans out in uh, Charlotte. Oh, want me to tell you? Uh, want me to tell you a, a flex, a post championship flex? Ready for yeah. this one? Uh, as most as, as some of you guys probably know, I do this show with Danny Green. Uh, so Danny in two thousand nine won the NCAA championship with North Carolina. At that time, he was dating a woman from Duke. After he won the chip, went to Duke's campus, and he's a, he's a big pet guy. He has this big ass snake. <laughs> just walking around the campus with his girlfriend who went to Duke with the snake around his neck on some like, what hey, y'all gonna hey, say now? Yeah, man. I'm from down the way. So I, yeah, so if you hey, so if you got so if you ever want to pull up to Carolina and just like hey, yeah, I'm, I'm untouchable with a, here with a big ass snake on, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. I can't explain it. I can't. I, can't I don't fuck with snakes that good, that much. I ain't gonna put them around my neck. I go with like a pit bull or something. You know what I'm saying? There you go. I take there you the go. dogs with me. There you so, go. All right, Paul. What you got for some bets? So I think it sounds like we're uh, looking at the Bucks. Bucks are plus three ten to win the NFC. Bet a hundred, win three ten. Win the Super Bowl, they're plus 650, but 101 win 650. So we know, Keep, you like the Bucks, you like Tommy. Is there any one team before we get out of here that you just see as maybe the biggest threat, possibly worst matchup? It's very early. Anything like that, you know, with the against the defending champs? I think if Jameis come out and play good football, man, discipline football, and if it ain't there, it ain't there. He don't try to create too much after the play. I think they might be able to catch fire. They got a good football team, and they added a, a, a good corner. I like my dog Debo over there to start with Lattimore. But uh, I think I think they can catch fire. If anybody can catch fire in that division, I think it's going to be the Saints. But honestly, the NFC South going to send one team. It's going to be the Bucks. And if you put your money on them to win the to win the NFC, I think that's a good bet, man. You you you. What is it? What is it? You bet a hundred and win three three ten. Yeah, see, I'm saying you 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 get up there, you bet you a thousand, and I'm saying you really gonna turn up if you, if you if you do something. But that's a that's a solid bet. That's a bet I might put in myself preseason bet. I might ride with I might ride with Tommy to win the NFC uh, and go back to that Super Bowl for sure. That's a that's a solid bet. It sounds like we're gonna have to make some calls calls to Vegas. And, and speaking of Vegas, in the AFC, we're gonna do our AFC previews. 
uh, as these next episodes come out here on Call to the Booth with the Blue Wire Podcast Network. That's a key to leave. I'm Harrison Sanford. AFC previews coming soon. Make sure you tune in.